Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to this week's Must Hear Music podcast. I'm sitting here with Erica Ramirez. Hi. And Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And we've got some some sad <laughs> news here. This is the saddest. So weird. It is weird. It's must hear music I've ever been part of. Except so the music selection is actually really like upbeat. We should have picked all heartbreak songs. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll do a throwback track if someone's got a weeper <laughs> they want to want to bring up. Okay. Yeah, James, um, you should do no, that. No, it has to be you. It has to be you. Joe, explain explain why so, we're so sad. So yeah, the reason that we're sad. So Erica, who was on the original Must Hear Music pod, the debut episode, wow. the pilot, uh, and has been on the majority of them when a Beyonce diet didn't sideliner. Side uh, she is leaving Billboard, and she is going... Can I say where you're going? Yeah, of course. She's going to Rookie as culture editor. Is that right? Am I getting yes, this right? Oh, you are so correct. Good. So... She's the Rookie of the Year. We're not just losing uh, her at the okay, podcast. Okay, have you been waiting to say that? <laughs> I'm going to miss that. Oh, guys. Yes. Um, I will be after four years and some uh, couple months. This is my second to last podcast. My last appearance on the Must Hear Music podcast. Unless you have me back, in which I don't think you will because I... Special guest? Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, the I'm band actually... Back together? Leave it to me to actually start listening to the songs that you guys suggest on my final days. Wow. So, you know. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a good time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. Uh, this is weird. <laughs> well, you've got and you've got a juice left. I coming do. Up, so. I do have a juice podcast, podcast episode left. Who's already broken down in tears? There's one more Erica podcast oh, on the juice, and I'm not going to give much away, but let's just say there'll be some surprises. Yeah. Oh. I will give something away and say there will be no surprises <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, well, yeah, that's probably true. You better not start having surprises when I leave, Joe. Yeah, I mean, unless like a fire alarm goes off right now, I don't think there's going to be you anything surprising. So you might as well just stop listening right now. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of our podcast. All right. Uh, let's. So let's. But let's. You know, show must go on. Yes. Let's look at. <laughs> this is. Uh, that's a. a <laughs> I think uh, Drake wrote that phrase, didn't he? Yeah. Or Adele. Or yeah. did one of he write that? One of those. Oh. Well, uh, 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 Quentin. Hey, um, 
Okay, I'm gonna try to make this like the best. No, I'm not. Actually. It already is. Uh, it already is. Anyway, All right. Well, we're gonna let's... start with one of your picks, also because it it ties into Billboard's Hot 100 Festival, which just happened this last weekend. Oh, yeah. And was uh, well, Erica wasn't there because was Erica's there. not a team player, but Jason and All I were. All right. So I had like a migraine sour, all sour weekend. Grapes. Um, no, I heard, so, no, sorry, go ahead, Joe. Oh, so yeah, so the first song is The Weeknd, Tell Your Friends, but, uh, and The Weeknd just headlined the, uh, Saturday at Billboard's Hot 100 Fest, which was in Jones Beach, New York. Um, in case you've never been, the stage is surrounded on three sides by water. Um, it's very beautiful and scenic. The Weeknd was fantastic. Covered Beyonce's Drunken Love. Did you guys cry? Uh, no. Okay. I cried when Bieber came out. And it, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's so swaggy. Oh, uh, shut up. But, <laughs> yeah, no, the weekend, the weekend was great. He was awesome. I think it might have been my favorite performance. Yeah. Was, what about you? What do you we know? had a number one on our top performances no. list. That's true. Someone, well, I was just wondering if, if that was the list didn't speaking. Someone read the story. I did read them. I did read them. Um, <laughs> I think my, yeah, it was probably my favorite performance. Uh, I... It's funny because I was running around so much this weekend that I actually saw a lot uh, fewer performances than I wanted to, but it was a really good weekend, uh, really good weekend. I also, shout out to Jason Derulo, who was amazing. So good, I know. I don't want to say surprising, but surprisingly good live. Yeah, pleasant surprise, for sure. Um, But anyway, back to the weekend. Yeah. So the weekend, so tell your friends, Erica... Why don't you Erica, tell, tell your friends, tell your friends I thought, about I thought that's what you were saying. That. I was like, I, I guess. Tell your friends in podcast. Um, I really, really like this song. When I After I heard it for the first time, I actually, it reminded me of Kanye West's um, White Dress, which is yeah. on, what's the name of the movie? Man with an Iron Fist. Oh, uh, the soundtrack. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, the, the RZA movie. Yes. It just has, and it makes sense because Tell Your Friends is produced by Kanye West. I feel like that makes sense once you hear the song. Um, I don't know. I, I like how Weekend Weekend is on this song as far as lyrically. And, you know, I, I love the production. The lyrics are very honest, very Weekend-like. I was a little nervous hearing um, Can't Feel My Face, how dark the Weekend could still be while, while still being, like, on top of the on top of the charts. And this kind of made me feel like he still hasn't really lost himself and if you see the video um there's a part where he's kind of like burying himself so i guess that's to say that he's still his old self very it's old very very deep oh abel um but yeah i mean i i like that you still get an old weekend as far as lyrically and then like this somewhat new sound from him um on this song so yeah it's probably one of my favorite songs out right now wow well, I will go against the <gasps> grain. Oh, uh, I know. You had to. Uh, La- last, last episode, podcast, and you had to, didn't you? It's a juicy debate, some would oh, say. Okay. Uh, so I really like the production of this song. Mm-hmm. It's. I agree with you. It, it does sound like White Dress. I, I also thought um, the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, like some of the more orchestral productions on that, but I don't like the lyrics of this in the same in the same way that you don't like it like can't feel my face I think is a very well written song it, it's it's abstract but also in a way that people can relate to in terms of being part of a toxic relationship this one it's like 
too is it too literal yeah it's just it's it's very much like he's shouting out his exo cohorts and he's talking about girls getting the d and bragging to their friends it's just like it's <laughs> like it's just but gross that's very, and like, like it's very weekend, weekend when yeah. he first came out and I'm, uh, yeah. i mean he is yeah very like dirty explicit very much so yes it's i feel like you can be explicit but also do so in a thoughtful way and i don't think he does so here you do have a point that maybe like some cannot relate to this which it's not even about being like it's not even about being relatable to me it's just about like uh you know like i don't want to listen yeah i I just don't want to listen to like him tell these stories and i feel like he was he was and i love house of balloons i love his first mixtape i I thought that it it set a, a very specific scene and created a character that was really compelling for all of his flaws and all of his horribleness. But I feel like he's moved beyond that. And I feel like this is a little bit of a regression, not in terms of the music, but in terms of the lyrics. And I'm not, I'm just not interested in it. Someone, um, I was texting with someone they said, they asked, or they said how they thought that the weekend would have more things to talk about and not necessarily sound the same as he did when on house of balloons. And I, it took me back to the New York Times um, article, and he was saying, not New York Times, sorry, Rolling Stone article at the end where he said that he, um, like, likes this darkness, like, yeah. likes, and I don't think that he, maybe he has, like, traveled the world and seen new things, but I feel like he likes that darkness a little too much to yeah. not, like, kind of live in it when he writes these songs, so... I guess a part of me liked the fact that it did remind me of House of Balloons, but yeah, yeah I, I agree with you also. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, it's just not for me lyrically. Anyway, whatever. I think I'm definitely gonna side with Erica on this okay. one. Yeah, I win. Um, I one I mean, <laughs> yeah, two against one. <laughs> uh, no, I think I mean I guess lyrically I wasn't even thinking about it as much. I just really like what the music is doing here like it really reminds me of 70s album rock and the fact that in the video you get a snippet of a second song which is also very similar to like um kind of like expansive 70s albums where you would have like one track but multiple songs um it even reminds me a little bit of like todd rundgren which is weird um but yeah and i think that like that sort of sound has like is having a renewed moment right now especially with the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack being like a consistent seller for yeah. like two years practically. Um, it's shown that like people still like dig that or maybe thirsting for kind of sounds that I guess for teenagers, you know, they might not be familiar with yet, but are like becoming familiar with. So kind of like the the throwback vibe to this a little more rock oriented mm-hmm. um, was very interesting to me. That. so i'm um, but yeah lyrics i mean he's dirty I'm, I'm fine with that i mean it's not like my favorite thing but i can live with it um so yeah so let's listen to it billboard hot 100 headliner the weekend uh the song is tell your friends see how i roll Fucking bitches living life so true. Last year I did all the politic. This year I'ma focus on the vision. I think these are- Alright, that was the weekend. Tell your friends. Uh next up, this is one of my picks. This is new Nick Jonas track called Levels. Oh, our producer, wow. producer has raised the roof. Apparently. 
Um, this is, is, this a, is this like the first song you ever knew yeah. that, <laughs> that we've talked about. Uh, so yeah, Nick Joe got to, has a new track out. Uh, Nick Joe. He, I mean, okay, so Levels, it's... I thought you were going to explain why you call him Nick Joe. Uh, no, I don't want to <laughs> go fine. any further with that. Um, this, I really like this. I was, I mean, I can't say it's... So, okay, so if anyone hasn't listened to it, you should definitely check it out. It's maybe a change in direction for him slightly, but certainly a sound we've heard others do before. This is him kind of switching gears from the PBR and B of like chains and jealous to a more like electronic leaning thing, kind of disclosure E like this is more, I don't want to say like EDM, but it's definitely um, influenced by like listening to people who are more about the boards than like the instruments. And I think it works really well. I don't know if I would want a full Nick Jonas album like this, but I dig the song a lot. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, it sounds like Nick Jonas's instructions were like make more songs that sound like Jealous, and that's great. Like he should he should do that. And I think that the the kind of um, he he is towing the line between R and B and pop, but also leaning more toward pop music uh, and less on kind of like a slow jam. Uh, this is very much like dance floor stuff, and it's it's great. It's not on the same level as Jealous as like an earworm and something you can listen to over and over and over, but it's, uh, it's more goodness for Nick. I think that's why I don't like it though, is the fact that I don't want to hear it over and over again. Like Joe, you made the point of like, uh, you don't know if you could do like an entire album of this. Mm -hmm. Like I agree. I don't know if I can like, you know, listen to an entire album of this type of sound. Um, and then it goes against my claim that like Nick Jonas is like a low key R and B God. And now, (laughs) I can't say that. <laughs> but I mean I the I like it. I just dead. I just don't know if like I want more of it. Yeah, I'll be very curious to see how this does. I mean cuz both Jealous and Chains were kind of like slow burners on the charts yeah. that worked their way into the top 20. Um and this I don't I mean I I can't imagine this in the top 20, but I also am wrong yeah. about these things. But like plenty, do you so. like do you find yourself like I found myself singing Jealous and Chains like without hearing it like i i don't yeah, find myself doing that yeah with levels that's the only yeah. thing yeah yeah maybe more of a dance hit than anything yeah, else that's true um but th- i mean he's also probably trying to expand his range a little bit I and mean, he can't just do the same thing over and over fine nick jonas yeah. is kind of like the david bowie of our generation a stylistic <laughs> chameleon uh Ugh. from boy band get out of to- here uh. leave your own podcast joe oh man um that's tough what was, was the tough. <laughs> what was the band he was with? Nick Jonas and the administration. administration. Okay. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? Right. 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I, I'm still gunning for that the reunion I, I album. I know, man. I know. It's not going to happen. The oh administration God. has ended. Uh, administration's <laughs> over. All right. Uh, but let's, let's listen to this one. So we got Nick Jonas levels. Um, let's, let's listen to it. That was Nick Joe. Now we got JoJo. Woo! Oh, JoJo. So this is a Jason pick called "Save My Soul." This is a third of the Tringle, the Holy Tringle, the Holy JoJo Tringle. So yeah, um. <laughs> you're excited. <laughs> so for those who don't know, very quick backstory: JoJo is an R&B singer. You might know her from the mid 2000s hits. Leave Get Out, which is a great song, and so Too good. Too Little Too Late, another great song. Good, yeah. After she released her second second album in 2006, she was basically caught in label hell for about seven years. She tried to get off of Blackground Records and was unable to do so for many, many years. Finally did so at the end of 2013, I think, maybe beginning of 2014, somewhere around there. And has been working on on new music over the past year and a half to finally f- uh, come back nine years later. This is uh, she released a trio of singles, aka a tringle, last Friday, and best Wait, one of have these. Have you been practicing that, both of you? No, it's th- they've that's, called it a tringle. Oh, that's what they're oh advertising. God, I was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's <laughs> we didn't link up ahead of time. Hey, Joe, you know we should, <laughs> we should call it on the podcast. I mean, <laughs> don't call it a trio. Let's call it a tringle. Oh, yeah. Really throw air. Could you on. not see that <laughs> happening, though? Exactly. Like, I mean, <laughs> I could see yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> we are goofy like that. Uh, no, but the best of the three songs is called Save My Soul. It's sort of repositioning JoJo as like a house diva in a way that I really appreciate. I, I think that this is sort of the direction that she should go in, that she is going in. And I, I just think that. I don't know. In the same way that it, it also kind of reminds me of what um, what Don Richard was doing uh, with Blackheart or, earlier this year, and just uh, this is more pop oriented, but in, in the same way that this is very emotional, very vocal focused, and I think that everything kind of comes together in a way that I, I really enjoy. So JoJo back. <laughs> That's what I have to say. If you had to say it in two words, it would be JoJo back. JoJo back, yeah, of course. Um, Erica, what do you, aside from you're cradling your head in your hands right um, now? No, I, I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of JoJo. I like the song for most of the reasons that Jason mentioned, most importantly because, like, you could really just hear how great her voice is. Great voice, yeah. And, um, you know, we haven't heard so much from her for obvious label reasons, and, yeah, I mean, I, it does kind of make sense to compare her to, like, Dawn's, like, sound makeover, pretty much, what happened with her. She kind of started exploring more of a dance, like, pop sound, and I see JoJo kind of going somewhat that route. Um, 
I, I can't remember the name of the like EP that she dropped last year. Was it last year? Uh, it was like 2012 uh, Agape. Um, yes, and that was like a that little bit awesome. more R and B pop feel. So, and this kind of goes a different direction, but it like it works for her. So I'm I'm really excited. Like I think that this is like a great way to like reintroduce herself, pretty yep. much. Uh, oh no, Joe! I like this. <laughs> I, so I Hot like take. I like her voice. It's impressive. I'm pretty convinced by the performance. It seems heartfelt, but I just feel for like her. This, I mean, this is what they're positioning as like her big comp. Like she's back. Like now she's making music. This is the start of the second chapter. Like it's just not grabbing. I just think the song isn't solid enough. And I think Damn. the fact that they released three at the same time, like indicates that they maybe knew that they weren't strong. It was kind of this, like this. Let's just throw them at the wall and yeah. hope one of them sticks. Well, it's approach. funny. It's funny because Pop Justice did this whole like convoluted thing in in a very like sarcastic way about how the Tringle is just a three song EP. They were like, "There's yeah. literally no difference." Wait, than I was, releasing I was a actually gonna EP. say that. Like this to me, I. This to me feels like it is not going to be a part of an album. Like it just yeah. feels like its own project. Um, like no shots, but I feel like it would probably be better as its own little thing because yeah. it's not like I, I don't know. It's not that addicting per se. So mm. I don't. I mean, I think it's a great song, but I don't, I don't see it being like a hit. Shots fired. <laughs> I, I don't think. Know. Yeah. I, you I, can I, fire yeah. as many shots as you want. This is your last podcast. You're right. I think <laughs> never be held accountable. I, <laughs> I don't think JoJo is going to have some sort of commercial renaissance where it's like, you know, she's the type of artist that is is going to have that comeback because it's just so rare and because I don't think she's going to make the music that allows her to do so. But I think that's okay. I think that it'll she'll I, I think that she'll be like an, an R&B leaning Carly Rae Jepsen where she just has like all the pop nerds super excited about her and, and sells out, you know, Bowery ballroom in New York. And then like, but it she won't get like bigger than that. I hope she does because I, I think her music's super solid, but I just don't think she'll have that kind of commercial power anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you think like I, I wrote, don't be sad. Guys. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, she's back. I, I wrote, I wrote, last or uh, must be a couple years ago and i remember my editors our editors laughed at me for writing about this but i another i 1800 word essay on yeah it was another insanely long essay on jojo but i said that like her best case scenario is something like robin where it's like you just go like robin was a, a teenage pop star went away for a while just kind of toiled in like the indie pop world and then remade herself slowly, slowly, slowly as this kind of arena artist. I think Jojo is probably a little bit too trenched in, uh, entrenched in R&B to do that, but if she sticks to the pop lane, you never know. I think that's a good, I like that career advice, but I do think that Robin was also aided by some very good singles. Which yeah. could still be forthcoming from JoJo. I mean, exactly. this is like, I feel like this, this is just kind of the start. Like this doesn't feel like the big explosion. Yeah. But I mean, she's Let's talented, see. so it's not like that she doesn't. I think she has it in her. But cool. All right. Well, let's let's listen. You guys listen and tell us what you think of it. If you want to tweet in, 
any JoJo fans out there, feel free to just tear into me for not loving this as much yeah. as I should. Um, you're just going to tell Joe to leave or to get out. <laughs> All right. Are you doing this, this on purpose? Because it's my last. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it all for you. All right, so this is uh, JoJo, Save My Soul, one-third of the Holy Tringle. I'm off to the candle that's me to you. I was never this fragile. I'm consumed. I'm covered in shrapnel. All right, that was the new JoJo. And next up, let's do uh, Carrie Underwood. So, country queen Carrie Underwood. Yeah. New song called Smoke Break. So, I'm, I mean, as anyone's probably listened to more than a few episodes of the podcast knows, I'm not a huge country person. When I, I do. I thought you were going to say something about Carrie Underwood. Yeah. And I was like, do, do fans of the podcast know your stance on Carrie Underwood? <laughs> no. I guess, no. yeah. Um, used to us. But when I tend to listen to country, I tend to gravitate towards female country singer songwriters. I. Have a Dolly Parton box set in addition to numerous albums. Love Loretta Lynn. Um, you know, Judgment I mean, even the recent zone. stuff. Like when I was no growing judges. up, I gravitated towards Shania and Leanne Rimes back yeah. when she was country. And uh, and now these days, I, I tend to listen to the female singer songwriters too. So Carrie Underwood is like I would say, you know, she's from the Idol camp. She's like the poppiest of the country females right now. Um, Maybe not, I guess. Like, I, I can't speak to a definitive country knowledge, but I'm going to yeah. say she's up there. So she's got a new song called Smoke Break. Um, it's very anthemic, but I love the perspective, which, um, like so much country music, is like super working class. It's about um, her doing things like smoking and drinking when she needs just a relief from how exhausting life can be. And even though she knows smoking is bad and you shouldn't drink, sometimes you just need these like, like vices awesome. to get by. Um, and I think that's just kind of a, it's a nice little uh, perspective that it's just kind of, it's a, you know, it's like country. It's a mini story within this one song. Basically you get a slice of this person's life, this character's life. I don't know how true it is for Carrie Underwood. I feel like she doesn't smoke at all. So I feel like this is just like kind of her singing a character, but I'm digging it. I don't know. What did you guys think? Yeah, I I don't think there's much nuance in the lyrics, um, but it's nice to hear. She has she has such vocal power and and it she has such a presence that it's just nice to have her back. I, I mean, did we talk about something in the water on? The I think show? we did. I think that Man, was when that Katie song was is awesome. guesting. And yeah. I don't think this reaches that height, but I think, yeah. And I, I think the lyrics again are just a little bit like, you know, they're all about like, she had, she was working to feed her kids and it was a long day and <laughs> she needed a I mean, cigarette. It's, it's still and good then the to, guy, to like, hear yeah, guy yeah, worked for that. years. Like it's very cliche. Uh, but in a way that is, it's, it's not like dis, uh, it's not unlikable, but mm. it's, I don't think this is like, uh, you know, it, you think about like uh, before he cheats, and mm -hmm. the thing about that song is that the strength of it is her vocal power and the lyrics. Like the lyrics, you 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 get this image of digging the key into the side of the car, and you just of that anger and mm, revenge. And we've all been there. We've all been there, Erica. Preach. I feel. Erica, her. Preach. I feel but <laughs> I I think that. This is sort of like 
she's trying to grab it too much in a, a too short time frame where it's like, yeah, let's throw these stories together of like American hardship and long days and how everyone needs a break from reality. Like I get, like I get it, but it's just not, needs more detail to me. It's not convincing. Yeah. Like, at least that was not. I mean, I heard it and I was like, I feel you, girl. But not yeah. really. Like, it's just. Wow. No, it just feels like it was a, you should make this type of a song type of, like, there was a request yeah. for that. And mm-hmm. she went ahead and did what she needed to do. But, yeah, I mean, it's no, no Before He Cheats, which is, I love that song still. Yeah, well, we also it. can't say just because it's Sorry. a new carry underwood Sorry, we can't Joe. be like hey it's not like her it. best ever well, song. No, it's, it's it. not even but it's not, it doesn't even have to be that good it's, i'm just we're just using that as an but example that, like, of but like, like the, jason said like you you felt that song like you believed her yeah. in that song i don't necessarily believe her in this song and that's another storyteller song yeah and this is another this is one that just doesn't tell as, as and it may be because it's a little too vague yeah like there's not just one story that she's telling but yeah I yeah. didn't see that. I, I do wish she would go into more detail on the cigarettes, like what brand, <laughs> how much did the pack cost? Oh, goodness um, gracious. Did she roll it herself? Stuff like that. Oh, um, goodness. Yeah, maybe not. What kind uh, of cigarettes are you talking about, This isn't a rap Joe? song. What? This C- isn't a rap song, all right? <laughs> um, all right, well, I'm, I'm still putting some support behind it. Carrie Underwood, Smoke Break. Um, I think even if it... You, we didn't I didn't say it was trash, Joe. No, we just, it's you know. just trashing it. Yeah. Um, Anyways, let's let's listen to it. So Carrie Underwood, Smoke Break. It's hard to be a good wife and a good mom and a good Christian. She said I don't drink, but sometimes I need a stiff drink. Sipping from a hyperglass, let the world fade away. She said I don't smoke. All right, that was the new Carrie Underwood. Next up, we've got another Erica track. Let's look at Majid Jordan. Yeah. Okay, how can you say Majid Jordan right, but not Tamia right? It still breaks my heart. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Trish, our coworker Trish, said that one of her songs sounds like Carly Rae Jepsen, and I was like, no, but yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, sorry, but go ahead. Joe. So uh song is called Learn From The Other. That that was really all I added oh, okay. before I was going to toss it to you. Um, so I really like this song. It reminds me of Years and Years. Um, I feel like I Shut is a song that I think of of Years and Years that reminds yeah. me of this, this song. Um, so Majid Jordy, Jordan, like they have, I don't know, their sound kind of varies depending on who they work with, like with Drake or just solo or other artists but I, they have like sometimes they have a little bit of a more reggae sound to them more r&b and this just sounds a little bit more like pop and i think it's a little different for them but the similarities to years and years kind of drew me um towards the song and i mean i think it also shows that they have potential to like do different things besides like hold on we're going home and stuff like that so yeah it's it's funny because oh I'm sorry I no that's it cut you off I was gonna say well they I should say that they wrote that song for for Drake yeah it, it's funny because I liked this song this new song so much that I went and ahead and li- uh, and went back to their old like the last song they put out in July with Drake and I forget the name I think it's called like In Love it might be. It's- Maybe yeah, I don't know. It was it wasn't too long ago, right? Yeah, it was like yeah. a month and a half ago, and I really disliked that song. I was like, "Ooh, this song is not 
Yeah. They, oh, what the heck? It's, they, oh. they kind of, I don't know if they, it's a, almost as if they like mold to who they're working with or that type of song. Yeah, it's and, it's strange because you figure that they link up back up with Drake and even though they're in front of the featured sign now, that it would still be that kind of hold on, we're going home magic. And it just fizzled completely. Uh, meanwhile, hold on, I'm coming home. Hold on, we're going home. Why can't I remember? We're going home. Oh, yeah, going home. Okay. What did I say? Did I, I say right? No, I would know we were right. For a okay. second, I doubted myself, and then I doubted you. And yeah, I doubt myself Whew. all the time. Okay. But, yeah, this this new song is, is very sensual, and it's very just – it just pulls you in with it. Like, it, it – you uh, – from, like, the first 30 seconds, I was like, all right, cool, I'm yeah. hooked. And it's strange because I feel like we don't really get a, a sense of who they are yet just because based on what they put out. But I, I hope that this is sort of the next step for them and they kind of draw upon this and don't necessarily need like Drake to springboard them into whatever they're doing next. I, I really, really recommend this song. It's That's awesome. That's a good point. I hope they do hone in like on this sound. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised how much I liked this song. I... From what I've heard in the past, aside from, you know, hold on, we're going home. Yes, um, okay. Technically, it's going. Going home. Going home. Uh, aside from that, I wasn't, like, that into what I'd heard, but I just, like, there's, this is so much of what I like. Like, it's a throwback 80s, like, synthy ballad, but it's not overproduced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that each of the instrument. <laughs> Um, each of the instruments going on here, you can hear it like fairly individually, like they're very separately mixed. And you can kind of like, you listen to the song and you can tell every instrument happening. Like there's no point where it all sounds kind of like a, a general like synth mush, which, you know, sometimes sounds good. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something nice about like the direct simplicity of this. Like it sounds like people with a couple different uh, Rollins could have made this in their like basement or something. So it's it's interesting, and it's you know it's kind of almost like a lo-fi sort of R and B synth thing that you're not hearing a ton of these days. You hear a lot of synth influenced R and B, but I'd yeah. say it tends to be like more polished. Um, so I I really dug it and was totally surprised by the direction it, it went. Chose in. a winner. Yeah. So well done. yeah, you're going on a high note here. Yes. Big one. So uh, let's listen to it. It's Majid Jordan, Learn From Each Other. And this is just, is this on as a project or do we know uh, what? We don't know. They premiered it on um, OVO Sound Beats. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, and also just the title of this song is something that we do on this podcast. <laughs> we learn from each other. Or at least we used to until someone I guess became rookie of Joe the year. I, still, <laughs> I guess <laughs> Joe and I still have much to learn. All right. <laughs> we keep going. Maybe you can like write in a recommendation every now and yeah. then. Oh, yeah. What if I tweet and you ignore it? Whenever you're like, yeah. That would be pretty That'll funny. probably happen. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you guys. All right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, learn from each other. All right, that was the new Majid Jordan, Erica's final must-hear music. Oh, guys. Uh, 
Should have chosen Adele song. Uh, well, speaking of which, let's do the. You want to do the throwback? What is it called? <laughs> yeah. So we got the must hear throwback track. <laughs> no, no respect. Okay, go ahead. I have to admit, every week I never prepare for these, and I just hope I'm going to remember something mid podcast. Though it's like a little freestyle for the. First yeah, time. and I'm nothing's popping to mind. So it, since it's your last one, do you have anything? No, you Jason wanna? was going to pick. Do you oh, I was going to let you pick. I don't know. All right. Well, my throwback track. <laughs> Is a song that is very near and dear to my heart, as well as Erica's heart. It's called Someone Like You (laughs) by by Adele. Number one hit on the Hot 100 chart in 2011. That I only listen to, which is true. I only listen to probably like three or four artists, yep. which include Adele. Which is great that you Kanye, Drake, and Sam Smith, pretty much. So, so, yes. So, this pick makes sense. Yeah. 2011 is the year that Erica joined <laughs> Billboard. 2011 is also the year that Adele released the album 21. <laughs> was it a coincidence? Of course it was not. <laughs> Um, and now, old friend, as you settle as you settle down at rookie, I cry very easily. <laughs> I've heard that your dreams have come true. I want to cry. Go ahead. But does rookie feel for the way that Billboard feels for you? This is the first time I've cried on a podcast. Wow. <laughs> she really is crying. I don't know if it's tears of laughter or like sadness. It's probably both. That's what Adele does. <laughs> oh my god, that is true. It's the Adele effect. Okay. Um, so, you know what? If you haven't listened to Adele, someone like you in a while, <laughs> I don't even put talk it, to put me. Put it back on. Uh, but I think I speak for Joe and myself when I say that the Must Hear Music podcast will never find someone <laughs> like you. That was. <laughs> <laughs> that was so beautiful, Jason. Let's. Uh, Thank are we, you. Are we gonna listen to it or no? No, I don't think we can get the right, to that one. Right. Um, but yeah, but you can go listen to it, or maybe you can't because it's not on Spotify. So still, I don't know. You probably have it downloaded. So Erica really is, is crying, by the way, which is great. Tear-inducing, legitimately tear-inducing. It's Adele. It's not you. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> okay. No, I thought it was the poetry of Jason. I like it what was, he, he did with that. That last part. Yeah. All right. That was all me. Those are my original words, which is crazy. So that's this week's must-hear throwback track. And some point in the not too far future, Erica will be a must-hear throwback <laughs> on this podcast. That's so true. That's wow. Kind of weird. Okay, sorry. Uh, all right, let's everyone have a good cry and then move on to the last choice, which is actually surprisingly upbeat. So uh, maybe that's good or just totally inappropriate. So we've got <laughs> Becky G break a sweat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, so. This is a Jason pick, so I'm going to toss it to him. But I have, I just my my thought on this quick is I feel like this was made explicitly for people to listen to, like on their gym and workout playlist. Oh my gosh, I totally thought I um I thought that I want to go like, what's that called? I forgot what. But I totally want to go, and I don't go to the gym. But I wanted to go to the gym when I heard this song. Yeah. So can I be real with you guys for a second? Always. I feel like I'm like a pretty big Becky G fan. Like I was like <laughs> listening. I listened to Break a Sweat. How did this happen? Obviously, I I loved Shower last year. Great song. And I listened to Break a Sweat. And I loved it. And then I listened to Can't Stop Dancing. It came up next on Spotify. And I love that too. And I was like, 
Becky G is like low key, sort of amazing. So anyway, Break a Sweat, great new song from Becky G. She is just like, you know, it, it's funny because she doesn't have an album yet. I, I feel like we don't, we're still sort of getting to know her personality as a vocalist, as a, as a pop performer. She kind of does like the, the, the rapping a little bit on the shower and then can handle the, the hook um, and does something of, along the same effect here. But I just feel like she has been blessed with some really amazing hooks so far in her career. Like, it's only been a couple singles. Uh, and that, that's not to say all of her singles are amazing. But, like, she has, like, three really quality songs right now. So I co-sign Becky G, Break a Sweat. Yeah, I was surprised how much I liked this. Um, I guess I liked, I've liked her stuff in the past. But, I mean, this is, like, a really promising song. Yeah, like, she just brings good. so much energy to it. Like, and in, it's kind of like the approach is like a sing-along, like, Iconopop, Charlie XCX exactly. thing that a lot of people are doing. But I feel like she's bringing, like, way more energy and enthusiasm to that than a lot of other people who have tried aping that. So I'm, I'm really digging it, and I agree. I would work out to this song. Ooh. Yeah, I can, like, hear this song in, like, commercials. Like, yeah. Nike the commercials highest compliment are, like... Possible. Listen, you made it, Becky G. But um, she had, like, remember she had, like, the weirdest rollout because it would only be, I'd only be knowing that, like, J-Lo co-signed her and, like, that's it. Yeah, Becky from the block. Yeah, and then I'd be like, what's going on with this girl? And then all of a sudden she'd, like, release singles. And so when you, when it's weird, it's weird to hear that she doesn't have an album because I feel like she's been out for a minute. for a very long time. But I think it's because of, like, the co-signs and the singles and, like, some commercial stuff. But, yeah, this is, like, a great song. I'm really excited about it. Wow. I'm so happy you guys are on board yeah yeah and what's, Becky G what's nice too is even though her and austin might have split I know. that they both have great singles they're austin's dirty work yeah that's true becky's break they're, a sweat they're gonna be okay they're gonna be okay guys yeah. all right <laughs> so let's listen to it becky g break a sweat Never. I mean, I don't want to bring it to an end, but it is what it is. It's too much for me, guys. I can't even believe I really cried. Must cry music. (laughs) The must sob sobcast. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm genuinely, like, I'm I'm blue. I'm down. It's very... I'm sad that you're leaving, but obviously you're going to have a good time or something. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Get out of here. You're going to have a good time or something. Whatever. It's an amazing send-off. Um, we, I prefer Jason's speech. Yeah, than Jason's yours. was a lot nicer. <laughs> no, you will be missed. Is as about emotional as I want to get All right. on this wow. podcast. We'll leave it to drinks. We're gonna to tell the we're truth. Miss you. And you are irreplaceable. So, so we're not gonna <laughs> replace you. you. Replaceable. <laughs> no, that would no, be. Yeah, wait till so I leave. Next time we do the podcast we're just going to toss to you and then have like two minutes of silence <gasps> can we imitate honor. you on the podcast no, that's probably nice. a good can we be like can we oh actually erica never left that's gonna hey be me <laughs> no because you're gonna like laugh some sort of way and i'm gonna get sad <laughs> we could probably take old audio from you talking about other songs and just cut oh it into oh my gosh that's so true more yeah, work for maybe people will never know that would be awesome <laughs> just be like and let's kick it to erica I love Adele. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Totally unprompted. Very surprising. 
<laughs> I love All this right, Drake song. Both of you. Our, wow, we're not even talking about Drake. Wow, very interesting. <laughs> Uh, all right, Erica. Do you have any parting words for Must Your Music Land? Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm. I. I'm. I really do like have fun on this. Uh, yeah. On this podcast, uh, I'm gonna be sad to not be, like you know, on the next upcoming episodes. I don't know what to say. I feel it's sad. It's a sad time. But um, you guys will do fine without me. Don't worry. Mm. I'll I mean, come back worried, and talk about Adele. Oh my God, when Adele, if you don't have me on this podcast, when Adele's <laughs> album comes out, don't point at me. It's on my podcast. I feel like that's true. So, all right, we'll see I if we can pull here. some strings, get you in. <laughs> yeah, to get you in. Um, the but no, system. I appreciate everyone that like listens to this, um, and especially to hear my beautiful voice. But yeah, um, well, I'll be okay. I'll be back. All right. Well, Yay. thank you for Woo. listening. And Erica, thank you for everything you've done on this podcast for a little over a year now. So make me cry. And I mean, thanks, Jason. But, you know, I'll be you'll be here next week. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.